Alright, hello and welcome to the third edition of the Two Black, Two Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. What's up, everybody? It's Chris. Alright, so our first topic today is we're going to be talking about um, the crossover within the Arrowverse and their mid-season finale. So, um, Chris, do you have any initial thoughts on the crossover? Uh, it was not a four-part crossover. It was a three-part, three-part crossover. crossover. You could have totally skipped Supergirl. Right, you really could have. They literally took the Supergirl scene and put it in the Flash episode. Right, so I thought it was pretty pointless, besides the fact that they, the only reason why they'll say it is, is because while they were trying to get in there and open a breach, it affected the Supergirl world a couple of times, but whatever. The breach is open up, yeah, but that was not, it was not important. Yeah, but I liked it, I thought it was pretty strong. Um, Flash was uh, had a very strong episode. Arrow was good emotional impact. One of the best Arrow episodes. In, like, oh my god! Oh, the Arrow was so sad. Yeah, and then DC Legends. I thought it was sort of an okay finale. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I think the Legends episode was the weakest. Yeah. The Flashes was the best. Arrow Arrows was. It wasn't the best crossover episode, but it was a good, like, it was a good episode of Arrow. Yeah, the fact that it was the 100th episode, you knew it had to focus more on Arrow than the actual crossover. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, because, yeah, I mean, the Flash episode just had so much. You had, you had all the good character interaction, like, the stuff with, like, I mean, the stuff with, like, Supergirl and, like, Heat Wave, you know... Because those are, like, two characters that you wouldn't imagine, like, interacting, like, ever. Because Supergirl is like, hi, I'm Supergirl. And Heat Wave is like, he's like a thug, you know what I mean? So I thought that... I thought, call you <laughs> plus, you had Arrow and Flash pretty much fighting everybody. Which yeah. is, like, you know, a superhero trope that the superheroes in a team-up always have to fight each other first. Right. Yeah. And, uh, the fact that... Oh, yeah, he's got the most sickness from Flash, and then he sees Supergirl with the heat vision, he's like, I'm convinced. Yeah, oh, also, um, when Oliver was just, uh, had said, uh, is there another evil speedster you need me to help you with, Barry? Yes, well, no. Maybe. (laughs) But that's not why I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, we even had, uh, even, uh, Kid Flash, uh, Wally, he had a bit of a moment, and then he got knocked out. Oh, and it's the first time that uh, Oliver ever ran out of arrows in a fight. This is true. This is true. Someone said that. I'm like, you know what? That is true. But yeah, no, I, I enjoy I enjoy the Flash part. Um, as far as Arrow goes, it was sad. I was sad they couldn't get Manu Bennett back at Deathstroke. Yeah, even just a, even if they could have just used his, his voice. voice. Yeah. I keep my promises, kid. Yeah, I. Yeah, because when I, I did a live reaction to it, and you can see me in the video going, when he shows up, I'm like, Deathstroke! And then you get, like, Damien Dark and, like, Malcolm, and I'm like, okay. I was I was a little surprised that Roz wasn't there, but then... They couldn't get... They probably couldn't get that actor, because he should have. Well, 
but that also would have been a bit much because yes, Oliver fights Deathstroke, Thea fights Malcolm, uh, so, Sarah fights Damien, but who would have fought Braz? No that, one. That's true. Ray. Dicko could at least hold his own for about like five seconds, right? Well, just well those made sense too. It made sense like like Diggle fought like a hive soldier because like his brother was a hive soldier, so that actually made sense for him. And then I think with Ray, I think part of his backstory was that, like, one of the Miracuru soldiers, like, killed his wife. Right. So Ray was fighting a Miracuru soldier. So that actually, that made, that actually, like, that made sense as well. Like, the crossover, it was pretty well done. I, Laurel, it made me sad to see her. Yeah, well, we can, we can get to that in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, Laurel, Laurel coming back was good. I actually, I didn't realize, I actually missed, like, Oliver's mom. Yeah. His dad, man, his mom. I did actually miss his mom. Because, like, early Arrow, it was, like, such a different show. And even, like, being back in the mansion and all that stuff. Um, the fact that Tommy couldn't come back, but they mentioned that he was a doctor in Chicago because of the TV show he's on. Chicago Med, yeah, that was... They have some good Easter eggs as well. It also ruined my fan theory about Prometheus, but what? I liked, um, I liked that Diggle was a green arrow. Yeah, that was good. And he has his own version of the arrow voice. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Caught his punch when, you know, he infiltrated the lair and then got knocked out right after. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, how about the spaceship battle at the end? Yeah, that that was one thing. I think if you would have told all of us when we started watching Arrow that five years later we'd be in space watching a space battle that none of us would have believed you. Yeah, like, dude, they had a space battle. It's the novelty of, like, they did a space battle in their show. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, oh, we have to address, uh, the thing that a lot of people complained about was, uh, Mopey Cisco. Yeah, I mean, it made sense, but, like, it, it, everything was necessary to Along, but they said before the crossover that it would all be fixed by the end of the crossover. Um, so at least when Cisco recognized that he did the same thing that Barry did, that he forgave Barry, unlike certain people don't forgive Oliver for when they do the same thing to other people. Oliver, you're lying. Mom, I just lied to you about Dad and that I work with the Arrow and all this other stuff. Dude, I mean, I hate to say it, like, if you're a superhero, lying usually is a part of the territory. Right. And even Felicity has said it, don't think about it as lying, think of it as protecting them. Yeah, it just... Yeah, but, uh, I mean, Mopey Cisco, like, I don't know, I'm over it. It it made sense. And the fact that they they used Flashpoint, like, Flashpoint was the reason aliens came... Like, I did like how they kept that, like, relevant, and then Flashpoint was tied into, like, the secret message on Legends, and it does, like, it's moments like that where it does feel like one big show. But then I don't know how much it really is tied into the secret message at the end, because it says a war is coming. I think that's going to be something future, like, down the line. It, yeah, it, that's, that, that's what it that, seems like. Like, why wouldn't he make that message in, like, 2017 or 2018? Why 2056? I'm not sure. I think, 
I think that's going to... I think they're using that as an excuse for future plots down the line. Because those writers, they do plan, like, vaguely ahead sometimes. Because remember, like, the stuff with, like, Oliver having a son and whatnot? Yeah. Like, that was hinted at, like, I think way back in, like, season two of Arrow. Yeah. And nothing really came of it until, like, season four of Arrow, you know, during that crossover. So I do think they're trying to, like... I do think whatever war is supposed to happen... Like, it it will be, it's something they're they're planning on doing seasons down the line. Even maybe when, like, Arrow is, like, off. So. I'm trying to think of things that happen in Arrow, or just in the comics in general, that would constitute that war. And the only thing I can really think of are any of the crises, but that just doesn't really fit, like, you know, because you know he disappears in 2024, but that's to go back in time. Well, they said, um, I think they said in Legends, like, the first season, they said that there was supposed to be some sort of, like, Thanagarian invasion or something. Oh, yeah. Now, I, now, I don't know if they're ever going to come back to that, because it was, like, random, because it was like, oh, we need Savage to stop the Thanagarians, and then Rip's just like, dude, I don't care, I'm just going to kill Savage. Like, they never, they never come back to that, that, that like... They're going to get invaded again. So, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, here's something else in the crossover when Barry went into the time ball and he said this used to be by Iris West Allen. And they showed a zoomed-in portion of the newspaper. It says that Barry was in the um, in battle with the Reverse Flash with the Green Arrow, the Atom, and Hawkgirl. And I went back to the pilot or and like one of the other seasons in season or episodes in season one where they zoom in on it and it hasn't changed so they talked about green or hot girl and the atom back when it was like season three of arrow yeah no they they have they had like that they had that planned out for a while well at least like hot girl being a thing i didn't think they i don't think they knew they were going to do legends yeah because like i mean Hawk Girl, she showed up in the season one finale of The Flash, like with the singularity and whatnot. Right. Like, like when the portal opens up, she's just like one of the people in the crowd, just like looking. So, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. And I also agree that I do think the Legends episode, it was the weakest. I don't, I don't know why though. Like there was just something about it that I was just like, that I wasn't as excited for it as the other episodes. I don't know why. Maybe because, like, the going back in time and the stuff with, like, the evil government man I was just kind of meh about. Like, the, um, but Legends in its outright isn't really that serious of a show. Like, Flash and Arrow, they have their strong emotional moments. Legends really doesn't. So, after having those strong emotional impacts in those shows and those fun moments in the flash it just didn't really feel like it measured up you saying steel isn't emotional i'm kidding yeah uh, he just wants to learn more about his grandfather yeah i'm kidding but um yeah and i thought the, the final battle with the aliens like it was fine because you know this is tv and not like a movie but i definitely i talked about this in my uh live reaction that i definitely do think there could have been more like 
combos with the different superheroes. Like you saw in Arrow with Supergirl and the Flash. Yeah, because it was pretty much like them all just doing their thing, and then Supergirl's got to fly around the planet, and Flash has to run, and Firestorm transmuting the bomb is cool, but like, I, I don't know. Like, they could have done a little bit more of the choreography, I think, but I think part of their problem was time and money, you know? I just, the fact that the Dominators were sort of, had superhuman strength sort of threw me, just because it was like, you couldn't have that battle if they all have, like, superhuman strength, which is sort of dumb. Like, you didn't have to make them have that. Would have been fine if they were just, you know, a little bit stronger. Yeah. Also, I feel like they powered up Supergirl for this. Oh, yeah. They totally had to. With Adam, you know, his blasts are like dwarf star material or whatever. And Supergirl gets tossed on every single episode of her show. Oh, and from from Supergirl's show, someone will throw, like, a rock at Supergirl. She's like, ah! And it's like, in this episode, she's trained with all the other superheroes. And she's pretty much just beating everyone. Right, she's bodying everyone. I think that makes it could make sense. We were like, "Oh, she's in a different universe, so she's more powerful here." But whatever. Maybe they. Maybe Earth One is a stronger son. Yeah, but she should have at least took some damage from the atoms thing, from the atoms blast. That that's the only thing. Yeah, but uh, so yeah. Any final thoughts on the crossover before we jump in the finales really quick? Uh, no. I'm good. Let's go. I said B plus. I said I'd give it a B plus. Yeah, that's a that's a fair grade on, on my part. Just not including Supergirl. Well, yeah, I, I don't even... I'm not even counting that. All right, so for the finale of the shows, um, Flashes was pretty cool. We got we got what looks like... It, Barry saw... Barry went to the future for a second and saw the future death of Iris. So I guess the back half of the season is going to be him trying to prevent Iris's death. And I am... My prediction is that he's going to end up saving Iris and someone else on Team Flash is going to die, like, in her place. Yeah. Um, my brother seems to think that he's going to go back in time and fix everything, and it's actually going to fix things. I would hope not, because that means it's just going to become a staple that at the end of the season he runs back in time. That just would annoy me. I, I, I think we should be done with going back in time. Like, I like, at least with the Flash 4, we're dealing with the future, which is something we haven't really dealt with before. Right. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we've made enough timeline jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a lifetime. I seem to think that Barry's going to fail in saving her, but Wally won't. Because Savitar's a, a Wally Flash villain, not a Barry Flash villain. That's true. So I feel like Wally's going to do something because probably by the end of the season, if not by the beginning of next season, Wally's going to be flashed faster than Barry like he already is in the comics. So I think that Iris probably might die. She's my lead on it. If not, then it's going to be uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Oh, you don't know? You you think they won't kill off Joe? They can't kill off another uh, parental figure? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, because then that would be a staple. But I, but the other thing is, if um, if Julian um, joins Team Flash, and then he could technically die. 
That's true. Right. Well, we also got that premonition from Savitar. It was like, one shall betray you, one shall fall, and one shall suffer a fate worse than death. Yeah. I And so I'm trying to think. I wonder who the traitor is going to be. My bet is either Cisco or Wally. I can see Wally being the traitor. Like, I can see Wally doing something stupid and getting, like, and getting somebody hurt. You know what I mean? Unless he's the one that gets Iris killed. Oh yeah, that would be that would be rough. Cause like I don't see I don't see Joe being a traitor. I think Caitlyn is too obvious at this point with all the Killer Frost stuff. Yeah. Same with HR. But it it was funny how Savitar was like the fake Wells. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. like Savitar exists in the Speed Force so he's in all universes so he still calls him the fake Wells is interesting to me yeah hopefully hopefully we're done with Cisco being moody and mad at Barry so I don't want Cisco to be the tra- the traitor plus him like him becoming vibe has been such like a long thing like throughout the show they wouldn't I feel like they wouldn't do anything to like ruin that well someone said that I, I think I was reading it on Reddit the scene that where he's fighting Caitlyn when he vibed on her, maybe she's the hero. Maybe she's movie. fighting him, yeah. I heard about that. And I was like, that's that's fair. Well, because they both have costumes they haven't used yet, and they're not going to make a costume for both of them and not use it extensively. You know how much money it costs? Right, so what we're probably going to see is a bunch more metahumans that are popping up through whoever, uh, whoever Savitar possesses, and then they're gonna need Caitlyn to fight, and she does. And Cisco's gonna end up betraying them for, to save his brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I definitely do think I think someone on Team Flash is definitely gonna die. And I mean, it could even be it could even be Julian because I personally don't think that Julian's gonna make it out of this season. He really shouldn't exist in the first place, but whatever. Yeah, I don't think Julian's gonna make it out of this season. And someone falling, I I don't necessarily know what that means. Maybe Joe get kicked off the police force or lose his hot girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, just as a wrap up, I enjoyed the Flash finale. It definitely like teed up some things to come. But I think Errol stole the show. Well, let's back up to Supergirl. Oh oh yeah, I, I t- honestly I forget about Supergirl sometimes. Supergirl, it was okay. I think, well, okay, so in our last podcast, I said I felt like the whole Alex uh, being gay thing was rushed. Over the few episodes in between our podcast, I thought they handled the story very well. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice they did. And I've read things of, like, things from, like, girls that were, like, lesbians and whatnot, and they said, like, they enjoyed that arc. So, you know, good for them. Like, I was fine with her not being with uh, Maggie because, you know, what Maggie was saying, you know, like, actually experience this. It never really works out with someone who just came out and someone who's been out. So then, you know, the fact that, and she wasn't even that close to that. She got shot in the shoulder with laser. You know, it's not going to kill you. But, you know, that, I feel like that jump started it, which only makes me think that Maggie's not going to be on the show for that much longer. She's either going to die or leave, and then that's going to be it for a while. 
Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, I could see Maggie leaving. I mean, I think part of the problem that Supergirl Season 2 had is that, I'm thinking about it, like, a lot of the characters they had in Season 1 left. Yep. So you have a lot of new cast members, because they got rid of Cat Grant, they got rid of uh, Jimmy Olsen's ex-girlfriend, they got rid of, I'm trying to think, Jimmy Olsen's ex-girlfriend, they got rid of, like, um, Lois Lane's, like, father, who was, like, an evil general, they got rid of uh, Maxwell Lord, they got rid of, like, a ton of season one people, so they're just, I think part of their problem is that they're trying to, like, put in these new characters, like Maggie, and mon and Lena Luther. Other. Two, two things about the, the Luthers. Lena, me and my brother keep saying we think Lena, you know, wants Supergirl or Kara. Yeah, they people think there's, like, lesbian subtext, like, between her and Kara. Yeah. I don't think it's between her and, or Kara and her. I feel like it's just all Lena. Yeah. She's just, like, I don't know. She comes off to me as kind of, like, creepy sometimes. A little bit. Like, oh, Kara, just come down here. Here, I'm not, oh, I promise, I'm not going to just drink this. I'm not going to roof you. Like, I don't know. She comes off to me as, like, I don't know. Lena, Lena kind of creeps me out a little bit. And then her mother, like, okay, super obvious that she's leaving Cadmus. And then, oh, my gosh, she's, you know, I, I just, the whole Cadmus thing is just so unexciting. I'm not excited for their finale, so I have no prediction. I just don't care. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Cyborg Superman was, nah. Like, like, Supergirl, it's not, it hasn't been terrible. I know there's parts of the show that aren't for me. But I, the finale, it was, it was okay. But how is he Cyborg Superman when he doesn't look He has like no him? relation to Superman whatsoever. Because I thought they were going to make uh, Jeremiah Danford's uh, Dean Cain Cyborg Superman. That would have made sense. That would have made sense. Because it's like, okay, that, that actor has been a Superman before. Right. Or at least say he has Kryptonian DNA now because they did a transfusion or whatever, but... But, like, what does what does Hank Henshaw have to do with Superman? What makes him Cyborg Superman? Like, that that did not make any sense. Yeah, they were just trying to throw in something for fan credit. Yeah, I just, I don't know. On to Arrow. Yeah, so I, I think by far Arrow was the best finale. Uh, when we first started the episode, I told my brother that Laura was going to show up at the end. He, he didn't believe me. I liked how they did, though, because the whole finale, I mean, Prometheus, like, the way he played Oliver and tricked him into killing Billy, like, that whole scene, and and it going in between, like, the flashbacks of, like, Savage Season 1 Oliver just murdering everyone to, like, what's currently going on, I thought that scene and the way it was shot and the way it was handled was just, like, masterfully, like, done. Yeah, I did, I I want to see that full uh, fight scene. Yeah, well, they Stephen Amell said that uh, that was hard to shoot, like them fighting on the elevator. Yeah. And those stunt guys actually had to fall down the elevator. I'm like Jesus. That ha- that that's painful. Yeah, and then um, like I, you know, they said from or what they're saying now is Prometheus is that guy's son. I don't know if that's gonna hold. I don't think that's gonna hold either. Cause it, it's too like whatever of a reveal. It's like, oh, he's a son of someone we never met before. Like I think that Prometheus is making himself look like he's someone else. I really want him. 
Yeah, people want people want him to be Tommy, but he didn't show up in the 100th episode, so it makes me think that they can't get that actor, and it's not going to be Tommy. Not necessarily. I still have hope. Because he could just... Uh, you know, the only thing that would be needed was for the final battle, the mask is off. And so... You know, most of the time, they're not even actually doing all that work anyway. I doubt Tommy would actually be doing the, uh... Oh, no, it's a total stunt guy. Right, it'd be all stunt. Oh, I have another... I have a thing to say about stunt people, too. I know why I like the fight scenes on Arrow a lot better than, like, the ones on Legends sometimes and the other shows, because on Arrow, since they're wearing hoods, you don't see their faces a lot of the times, especially when they're stunt people fighting. But like I'll but like on Legends this week, totally saw some stunt guys in the episode, and you can freeze frame it because like most of them they don't wear masks and like when they're fighting I totally saw like stunt people and it was I don't know it, it's funny. Well, I know Sarah does most of her stunts. Well, Katie, yeah, yeah, that's kids. Katie lots like actually knows like martial arts and I think she was like she was a dancer for a while too. Yeah. But um. As far as Arrow goes, I enjoyed the finale. Um, Artemis being evil, at least it gave her something to do, and I also think she's going to die. I mean, she has to. I, and uh, What's-his-face is going to kill her, a uh, wild dog. I thought it was a little annoying. I was a little annoyed with the relationship drama between uh, uh, Mr. Terrific and his husband. I think they're just trying to write the husband off the show. Because he hasn't showed up at all this season, and he was, like, there a lot in season four, and I think they're just like, all right, we're just going to break him up. Right, because there's, there's really no point, because, I mean, I just don't like Mr. Terrific on that show, because he's a male Felicity, and he's also just, he he's weak. Not just, like, physically, but in fortitude. Like, Mr. Terrific in the comics is not like that at all. Yeah, he is very, he's very Felicity-esque. And that's annoying. Yeah. That's because Felicity is not Felicity. Felicity, well, I don't know, right now she's kind of like in between. She's in between old Felicity and season four Felicity. Mm-hmm. I just, the fact that she said this wasn't you, this was Prometheus gave me hope because I'm just like. Oh, thank God. Yeah, that she had some actual like development. But now she's going to probably be a bit depressed. I'm okay with her being cold towards Oliver. Because yes, while it was Prometheus, he still killed him. Yeah. But as long as she doesn't regress, I'll be fine. Oh, and people also mentioned that uh, the reporter woman, they think she's related to Russia. Because like when Oliver goes in their house, the camera zooms in on some Russian vodka, I think. Yeah, and then... In her house... Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so there, there's some interesting stuff going on Arrow, and I'll, I'll say it, and hopefully I'm not wrong, I think Arrow's back, like, I think they've pulled themselves out of themselves out of the season four rut, because, like, as long as they can hold it in the back half of the season, this is shaping up to be a good season of Arrow. I will hold off saying that for now, because they can still ruin it. Um... 
Well, because, like, even even the way they did the finale where, like, pretty much everyone's life is screwed up. Then at the end, Laurel shows up, and it's like, oh, my God, there's hope. You know what I mean? Well, I think that with... I, I don't like the reporter arc as, like, her relationship with Oliver. I think that's just dumb. Like, with how she, you know, did Thea in the beginning and all that. Like, you should see that she's not able to be trusted. So that just doesn't really sit right with me. I feel like Oliver's smarter than that, but, you know, in the words of Cinema Sins, the power of boners, I guess. Um, uh, Boral, do you think she's Black Siren, or do you think she's Earth One? Uh, I don't know. I my, my only, my problem with her being Black Siren is that you have to connect that to the Flash a little bit, and I don't know how much the Arrow writers want to I don't know how much they want. I don't know how much they don't want to keep Arrow like grounded and whatnot. Cause this season they've been trying to keep a lot of the sci-fi stuff like out. You know. Well, yeah, but then again, you it, it's you can't you can keep it out, but you can't really keep it out at the same time. But you know, if she is Black Siren, you would have that she may have been friends with Oliver on that earth, so she may not necessarily be evil towards him, but then at the same time, it's like, okay, how did Flashpoint bring her back in a way that no one knew? Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I... Honestly, I have no idea how and she's I, back. I'd be pissed if she was a figment of his imagination. No, they're not gonna do... They're, they're not gonna do that. Because I saw... I saw a, um... A spoiler, not a spoiler, but like a clip of like the next episode. It's it's on the if you have the CW app, it's on there. And Oliver's talking to Dig in prison, and he's like, "Oh my God, Laurel's back!" And me and the whole team were trying to bring her in and talk to her. So I'm like, "Well, if everyone else can see her, then Oliver's not like crazy." Oh yeah. Now also Diggle's back in prison, so I I'm I wonder what they're gonna do with that because we've already had our prison break episode, so. Well, there's probably going to be, like, an episode or two dedicated to getting him out as proof. You know, they're going to have to go after the general that did it. So, that's going to be Oliver, Lila, Another Argus episode. Well, no, Oliver, Lila, and probably... I'm trying to think who else would go with them. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Arrow. You want to go to Legends really quick before we move on? We've been talking about Arrowverse stuff for quite a while. Yeah, so Legends, um, I don't really see how they're going to beat the Reverse Flash, especially since he just took that weapon that was like took his speed for like five seconds. But, you know, you need to bring the Flash in because you can't really beat the Reverse Flash without him. I'm interested to see how Captain Cold joins the Legion of Doom. And this, well, this whole thing got extended four episodes because uh, one of their show, one of the CW shows that comes after The Flash, I can't remember the name of it, got canceled. You have another four episodes that they're going to put in, and they cut out an episode of this part, this half of the season. And they're going to put it on to the second half. So, we're actually an episode behind of what their original plan was. 
it was supposed or two episodes behind. It was supposed to end right now. Really? So, yeah. So I hope they handle the tradition well or the transition well. It was supposed to be ten episodes, and that's it. And we're on episode eight, so we're gonna have six episodes next year. There's there's seventeen right now, I think. Seventeen. So then they 17. added they added yeah they added some extra episodes to the back half. Yeah, because the what's its show called got canceled. Um. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, I yeah, I, it was fine. It wasn't like like okay, the stunt double thing. I was talking about this episode of Legends. If you freeze frame when Malcolm Merlin fights um fights uh Sarah, that is not John Barrowman like at all. Which is very surprising to me because he does the majority of his stunts. Yeah, that 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 was not Bar- that was not Barrowman. And even and they even uh when the reverse flash like when Jack shoots him with the gun, the speed dampener thing, you can see um reverse flash is stunt double too. And someone pointed out on Reddit, and it just took me out of the episode. I was just like, all right, guys, come on. Mick and Vixen, they, I think they're going to be, I think the point of that relationship is that, like, it's weird. But here's another question I have. Okay, so this Vixen is supposed to be the grandmother of the Vixen that has the animated show and that was an Arrow. But this Vixen, right now she's out of time and she hasn't had any kids or anything to our knowledge. So if she doesn't go back to the 40s, then the current Vixen should not exist. Yeah, the Vixen there, unless you are. Well, no, well. She wouldn't even exist right now, unless unless she's destined to go back. Oh, God, do you taste copper? I don't want to talk about time travel. <laughs> um, I don't know, I just... I don't know, because I did just watch, because you know the Vixen show is still going on now. The animated one? Yeah, and I was watching an episode. It's alright. Love it. And it was her, Firestorm, and the Flash fighting Weather Wizard. And I was really wondering, okay, what time and what where where does this take place? Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know when it would take place. I have no idea. It would have to take place after Jax and Professor Snow infuse for the first time and they go off somewhere. Because other than that, Firestorm is lost in time. Yeah. I, so, dude, I, I don't know, dude. I have no idea. I will say, I do like the season of Legends better than the last one, only because they're able to have a lot more fun and they don't have to focus on just one bad guy. Yeah. And they've been to way more locations this season than they've done last season. Yeah, I like Vixen more than Kendra. Yeah, Kendra started to annoy me. Well, because, like, Vixen's able to be, like, the straight man when all the other legends are, like, goofy. Oh, Ray still annoys me. Ray, Ray really annoys me. I mean, Ray, yeah. What? Okay, what do you think about Nate? Because some people think he's too similar to Ray. Yeah, I think he's, he is very similar to Ray, which they play it off in, like, the brothers thing. But Nate is... 
he's actually useful, whereas Ray screws everything up. Well, I like I like Nate when he's a historian. I don't like him as much when he's like being a bro with like Ray and that kind of stuff. He's like, bro, let me test out my powers. It's like, all right, calm down. I mean, like with Ray though, it, the consistent plot point in most of these episodes is he screws something Ray up. Well, I think he's. they're going to upgrade his suit at some point. I think the problem with Ray is that his thing on Arrow was that he was a super smart guy, but since you have him and Martin Stein, and they're both super smart, you have to find a way to differentiate them a little bit. So they make Ray a goofball, and they make Stein, like, they make Stein really uptight. Yeah, but Stein was always really uptight. Yeah. And the whole thing with Stein's daughter, it's fine. I don't mind it. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that it was his fault and not Flashpoint, because I'm like, all right, everything cannot be Barry's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like, give the guy a break. Like, Jesus. Like, the legends literally dick around with time all yeah. the time. That's yeah. the premise of their show. Yeah, and then going back to the crossover for one second when Sarah chewed out Barry for that, it's like, y'all screw up time. Like, cause like in the Japan episode when they killed the Shogun, he died ten years before he's supposed to die in real life. Yeah, y'all. In that episode, it's like you don't like that would totally screw something up. Like, if you take our world leaders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then that that changes like wars and like distribution of like power and whatnot in the cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which at the end, if we have time, I'll talk to you about timeless. Okay, yeah, next is, uh, yeah, we've been talking about Arrowverse for a while. Marvel's Capcom Infinite uh, was announced, so for those of you in the audience who don't know, it's a video game that, um, it's a fighting game that has uh, Marvel superheroes fighting against uh, characters from the Capcom, like, video game. So, things like Mega Man, Street Fighter, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, Darkstalkers, those characters fighting against Marvel characters. Um, the last game that came out, in that franchise came out in 2011 and no one thought since Marvel bought since Disney bought Marvel that they were going to make these games ever again but they announced a new one uh, two or three weeks ago and yeah so you have any thoughts about characters you want in it at all um so when I used to play the arcade version of this game and the uh, PlayStation version of this game I would used to wreck people with uh my, my beam team, so it'd be War Machine, Iron Man, and Mega Man, because basically I would just hit you with beams on beams on beams and be really annoying. In uh, the last one, they took out War Machine's hall, and I don't even, was Mega Man in it? I don't remember, I have to pull up the characters. Yeah, it, it was Mega Man back, and he's been confirmed back. Mega Man X. Yeah, Mega Man X, yeah, because Mega Man wasn't the last one, and people were pissed. Yeah, Squirrel Girl got announced, and I really wanted yeah, I don't see... Is, was that, like, official or was it a leak? Because I see right now the Squirrel Girl is, like, leaked. I'm like, is that, like... I don't see anything, like, official about it online. Oh, yeah, it leaked. I, I, I would love for Squirrel Girl to be in there. Black Panther, Blade, um... Let's see, who else? Who else doesn't get enough love in the universe? My... Um, <laughs> My top list, I put, I said Black Panther, Groot, Kamala Khan. Uh, yeah. 
I said Daredevil, which I don't know if Daredevil's gonna make it in. Because in the in the previous game they've had Iron Fist, and I feel like we're gonna have at least one defender, or the Punisher will be fun. Luke Cage. Yeah, my my only thing with like I would like Luke Cage. My only thing with Luke Cage is that what will make him different to a lot of the other characters? Because like in these games, you're always gonna get like the Incredible Hulk as like the brawler character. So Luke yeah. Cage, I feel like he'd have to bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm trying to think. There's one character I'm. Who do, gosh, I can't even remember my own list, man. Rogue would be pretty dope. Yeah, Rogue would be cool. Um, I like, uh, if they're going to, I don't, there's, like, controversy if the X-Men are going to be in or not, but if they put in X-Men, I at least want, like, Old Man and Logan as a costume for Wolverine. I wanted Superior Iron Man not as a costume, but maybe as a DLC character. Because that's a villainous Tony Stark. Oh, Loki. I think Loki should be in it. I don't care about Loki. I like Loki. I, I, I didn't care about Loki in the comics. I don't care about him in the movies. I think you I think you could give him an interesting like move set. With teleporting and turning in the people and magic and stuff. I think you could have fun with Loki a if little bit. Cross giant powers too, I think that'd be okay. Yeah. I think that's not focused on enough. Yeah, it usually it usually isn't. I'm trying to think because uh, so many characters have been in previous games. Like, oh, I also want uh, Dark Ryu. Oh, like Evil Ryu, yeah. And then like God Mode Akuma or whatever they. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I'm assuming Ryu and Akuma are going to be in the game. Probably oh, Chun Li, and then probably one of the newer Street Fighter characters. Um, I'm trying to think of like. See, we've got Mega Man, which is like, that was my number one. They bring back Zero, I'll be happy. Um, I'm trying to think. Have you played Mega Man X before? Uh, I haven't played Mega Man since Mega Man 3 on the Game Boy Advance. Okay, so it's been too long. Okay, so you don't you don't know who Sigma is, okay. Nope. Okay, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. I just someone for, said a Hyperion, and I'm just be like, well, that just basically be Superman. So no, I'd rather have the Sentry than Hyperion. Sentry, and then he could, he could like turn into his dark half, like the Void or something. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for this game because there are a lot of characters that haven't been in games before that they could put in. Now, I will say that I was playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 recently, and the roster in that game, they literally knew who was going to be in movies years before, because, like, all the characters that are, like, relevant now, like, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, they had Rocket Raccoon way before anyone knew who the Ghost, the, who the Guardians were. Like, they almost, they all, they almost knew what characters were going to be relevant in movies. Well, yeah, because they had that, that planned out for a while. Yeah, Hawkeye was in it. Hawkeye is rarely right. Deadpool. Um, Deadpool. I think it'd be funny if they put uh Gwen or Gwenpool in it. Gwenpool, I I don't she seems almost they don't they tend to not go with super obscure for the games. Like they've confirmed like Iron Man and Cap. Like we're not gonna get we're not gonna get like Sam Wilson, Captain America, or, like, Riri Williams, like, Ironheart. Like, we're not going to... I don't think we're going to get 
I don't think we're going to get a lot of the newer versions of older characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they tend to go with the legacy characters. But put Squirrel Girl in the game is all I ask. I like uh, Eddie Brock, uh, Agent Venom. Carnage, yeah, yeah, I, well, it's probably either going to be Carnage or Venom, but yeah, one of the symbiotes would be fine. Venom wasn't in the last game. Was no, he wasn't, no. Because yeah, that, that's back when Venom was, like, anti-Venom or something. That's back when Venom, like, wasn't relevant at all. Because, yeah. like, classic Venom stuff was, like, the 90s, and then they, like, moved on. Yeah, because I still have that, like, Spider-Man Venom big comic book and downstairs in the basement. Yeah, uh, also this game on 3, like a lot of the older games were. But they said there's going to be more emphasis on like your characters doing combos together and like switch cuz like in the other Marvel's Capcom games, you have to switch them out and they or you or they would come in and do an assist. Right. And they're also they're making the Infinity Stones like a a point like like they're 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 going to be items you can use in battle. So I don't know how it's going to affect like the balance. I really hope they don't screw it up. But I I, I mean Capcom they know how to make good fighting games. So I I hope they don't make it too gimmicky. I'm pretty sure the Infinity Stones used to be a thing in like one of the earlier Marvel vs. Capcom games. I don't know if they were I don't know if they were like gameplay things or not. Oh, and with the Infinity Stones, we're for sure getting like Thanos. Like there's no there's no question. Especially with Infinity War coming out, there's just there's no question we're not going to get Thanos. Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably be the final boss. Uh, are there any uh, closing thoughts? We can move on to uh, movie trailers, if you want. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, yeah, so uh, a few of the big trailers. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming, I liked. I like that Iron Man's going to be in it. Excite me, like I'm still gonna see it because it's a Spider Man movie, so I don't, there's not much that they can do in a trailer that would make me not want to see it. Um, I there was there are bits of Miles Morales in there that they just yeah, no, they totally took a lot of Miles Morales stuff and gave it to Peter Parker. So, a lot of people who are like holding out for a Miles Morales movie are like pissed. Yeah, I'm not pissed, I'm just disappointed because you have so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I think part of, I think part of the reason is that a lot of the Peter Parker high school stuff is, like, old, and, like, in the comics right now, Miles Morales is, like, the high school Spider-Man, and Peter Parker is, like, like, he's, like, the new Iron Man, pretty much. He's, like, a rich guy. And I think they're trying to, like, make... They're taking some of that Miles Morales stuff because they want it to be, like, high school and, like, related to, like, the... Related to, like, kids, like, now, I guess. Yeah, so so I don't I don't know. I think that Michael Keaton being the vulture is cool. Well, you either die that thing yeah.
Yeah, I so I yeah I I just I think it's cool that they got that actor from the old Batman from back in the day, and I I do think Tom Holland does a decent job as Spider Man. I mean we've seen him already. I liked how he's watching his own video in class in the trailer. Yeah, Zendaya, yeah, she she was looking rough. But I think I think I think what they're gonna do is a classic high school thing where he's gonna have a crush on that one black girl if she's not gonna be into him. Or she's not gonna be into him until later, but he's gonna fall for Zendaya. He's gonna fall for Zendaya, who's like not wearing a lot of makeup, and I'm assuming that they're probably gonna make her character like maybe she's like poor or like lower class or something, and you know, he's gonna see her like inner beauty. I think that's the story they're going for. Because, I mean, high school kids are shallow, you know? So, we'll we'll see about that. Uh, what did you think of the Guardians trailer? Uh, I am Groot. Yeah, they're hyping up baby Groot. That's, that's part of the reason why I think Groot's going to be in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Like, I have no question that he won't be in. Because they're going to market the crap out of baby Groot. Like, toys and whatnot. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still very skeptical. I'm still very, I'm still skeptical of that. But yeah, it, it looks like more fun. I feel like this movie is going to be more of like a filler movie because there's like, there's going to be no Infinity Stones. I guarantee no Thanos. Maybe like some tease for Infinity War at the end because we know the guard is going to be in Infinity War. But I do feel like this movie is just going to be kind of like more fillerish, you know. We still have him to go, which will probably. Be- that's the soul gem. And I don't see where what other movie you could put that in. It might just be an Infinity War. Like it might just be like the part one of that the part the first Infinity War movie could just be them getting that someone getting that final gem. Yeah, but I I don't like how this is being done, especially when they're saying it's not a two parter anymore. I think that's dumb for the fact that Infinity War is so dense and heavy it can't be in one movie and then you know so they're saying it's like a sequel to the movie but it's not really which makes me think that the second movie is going to be like secret wars but not the secret wars in the 90s or the 80s but the secret wars that like just happened like the one with just a bunch of random a bunch of random side universes have like self-contained stories that kind of thing yeah, I just, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really, I don't know what they're doing, cause I, but I do feel like Guardians is gonna be a filler movie, and like Infinity Gem stuff is gonna show up someplace else. Yeah, and also the fact that you know Adam Warlock, who is a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy, may not be introduced in this movie, even though he had the Soul Gem, is, and he may not get introduced as a character in Infinity War, sort of messes with me because he's such a pivotal character to the arc. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't, I, I can't think of anything. I'm sorry, I don't have anything important to say on this. I mean, I think they've planned it out enough to where I think the movies are at least going to be decent. But my predictions for, like, Infinity War on, I think a lot of the superheroes that we've had so far, I think that, 
I like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. I think they're going to kill them off or get rid of like them. And they're going to give more spotlight to the newer superheroes that we've seen in movies like Doctor Strange and Black Panther and Spider-Man and Ant-Man. Because I, I just don't think those actors, unless they just cast new people, I just don't think those actors are going to want to be those characters forever outside of like cameos and stuff like that. You can kill Cap. You can't kill Iron Man without like a bunch of outrage. Thor, hit or miss, you can kill him or not. Um, I, it was funny. Um, there's screen junkies and people that do honest trailers. They did, um, the roast of different people. And in one of the roasts of Captain America, someone said, Black Widow, I can't wait till you try to do that scissor leg kick thing on Thanos and he throws you into the sun. Like, please make that a part of the movie when, you know, everyone dies and then everyone comes back because of whatever plan. Because that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't... I... I don't... I, I do have... I do think they're going to do a thing where, like, everyone dies and everyone comes back. But I don't know, maybe they'll use that as an excuse to like, oh, why does Captain America look different now? Why is why does he look like a different actor's playing him, dude? Yeah. Magic. Yeah. I can't do Infinity War justice in two and a half hours because you have to bring all the characters together. They all have to bicker amongst themselves. Then they all have to fight Thanos. And that's just a lot to put in one movie and it's gonna feel rushed. And there's gonna be too many clips too many clips. Oh, I don't even... There are going to be so many quotes from those movies. Jesus. Like, Iron Man's going to be quipping. Spider-Man's going to be quipping. Uh, Star-Lord's going to be quipping. Ant-Man's going to be quipping, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm aware, but we'll see what happens. Do you want to talk about Rogue One really quick? Uh, well, there, there is something else I do want to talk about, because I just for Civil War, the comic book, Mark Miller. He hated the movie. He didn't say he hated the movie. He just said it was very bleak. Like, he didn't even remember what the movie was about. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's also, like, the same arguments that people have against, like, Lex Luthor's plot, you can have against Zemo's plot. Yeah, but I think Civil War, to me, it just flowed better as a movie. You know what I mean? I... And part of it is because I knew and cared about those characters from previous movies already. You know what I mean? Because I know, dude, you're you're always you're fighting for BVS, but I, I'm 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 never gonna not like Civil War. Well, I can say that I, as a movie, I enjoyed Civil War more than Batman versus Superman. But like Batman versus Superman fight scene had me more excited than Civil War's. Like I'm talking in fight scene. My thing, I don't know, like, I just, I tried, I saw the BVS, like, I saw, like, the Ultimate Edition, but, like, I still didn't, like, I mean, it was fine, but I just, I don't know, I just didn't love it. Well, with Captain America versus Iron Man, I just felt like that was just rushed and dumb for the fact that, you know, Zemo brought them together to fight, to tear themselves apart, but it just... In, in the whole thing, it just didn't make 
basically just sent that to Tony Stark. He didn't have to bring them there. But he also, like, his plot, his plot could have happened regardless of the, uh, um, what's it called? The, um, Accords. The Accords should have been the focus of the movie, not Zemo. I mean, I, I I think part of it, too, is that, like, for me, like, the Marvel movie villains are, like, never good. So I never... I almost, I'm almost at the point where I don't expect them to. So, like, that, the Z, it didn't that, bother me as much. That bothers me that you don't even try to make your villains good. Especially when you waste an actor like James Spader. I, I guess my thing is that, I mean, if I'm ranking Marvel movies, I enjoyed Civil War way more than, like, say, Age of Ultron. You know what I mean? Because at least Civil War, they did, some, they did something different that we hadn't seen before, like, in these movies. You know what I mean? And by the end, you get the vibe that, like, the whole, like, everybody, like, the whole, like, like that era within, like, that universe is, like, over. At least for now. But not, but not really. Because even though they're not, like, we don't really see any of them together or even hint that they've all been together hanging out besides the end of the whatever party they had in the Age of Ultron. Like, Tony Stark and Captain America were never really friends. They were always at each other's bickering at, with each other. You know? Like, they should have made, they could, I just think it should have been done, done differently. I, I like Civil War. I was fine with it. I, 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 I expect better. I don't expect the same cookie-cutter formula that's been in all of the movies. And we never talked about Doctor Strange because you hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it. Yeah, it was Iron Man with magic. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't like... The visuals were the best part, in my opinion. Same here. I it wasn't... It, it. I don't think... Like, I don't think the movie's gonna, like, win any awards, but it's not, like... It, it's not bad either. I mean, they have Marvel. They have a formula, and they stick to it, and it gets people in seats. It was ninety minutes. Give me a little bit more. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it it didn't feel super short to me, and you know, but I yeah, I'm pretty like man, Doctor Strange. Like it was fine. I do like Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. Oh, he's gonna be quipping too. Yeah, they made him a lot more quippy, which, I mean, that's just what they do in Marvel movies. Like, everyone's just telling jokes all the time. Like, all those I, th- I think for Infinity are- War, though, they're going to tone down some of the other characters that aren't as quippy and leave the quips to, like, Spider-Man and people like that. Because, like, they have, you have, when you're writing a script, you have to differentiate certain characters. And if, like, if someone's going to be really funny, then someone else has to be a straight man. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's what you have Captain America. Oh, Hawkeye's going to quit. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you can't have everyone just constantly making jokes all the time. Because, like, in, in comedy, like, that just does not work. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the Russo brothers, so I have hope, but I also, I just... I just don't want it to be one movie. I want it to be two. I really want it to be really good. I hope Thanos is actually a terrifying villain. And that they keep his fatal flaw. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have faith only because, like, they haven't, Marvel hasn't, like, to me, they really haven't put out anything that's, like, bad. I mean, you want to see bad movies, see, like, Fantastic Four, you know what I mean? Or Green Lantern, or, like, movies from the 90s, like, Ben Affleck, Daredevil. Like, there are movies, there are superhero movies where you're like, okay, this is not a good movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, they haven't put out any, they put out some subpar movies. They've definitely put out subpar movies, but the thing is that Marvel has a brand that's respected, so even if they put out something that's subpar, people aren't going to, like, turn against them. Not for that. You know what I mean? I feel like DC, like, they haven't done enough. They haven't done enough to win over the mass majority. I've got hope for Wonder Woman, but, like, we'll see. Is people want going to DC movies expecting them to be Marvel movies, and that that's, you shouldn't do that. It's like going into a Jason Bourne movie expecting it to be a James Bond movie. Those are two different brands, and you shouldn't expect it. Yes, they'll have some similar elements, but they're not the same. Yeah, but the thing is that a lot of D- the thing about DC's movies is that I mean, all they all have points where they're just really slow. Like the thing about BVS is that a lot of the beginning, a lot of the build up, like watching it again is like really slow. And like Suicide Squad, they're in that city for just way too long. You know what I mean? And like some of that, I don't know. Did we talk about Suicide Squad as much? What did you think about it? Uh, God. Um, I think they were, I think the critics messed that up for them. Because Warner Brothers was like, oh, we need to appease to the critics. And we need to appease the fans. And they just jumbled everything together. And I don't think it worked. Um, there are parts that I liked. Um, Jared Leto's best. Yeah, because he got cut out of the movie. He got cut out of the movie, yeah. And then it doesn't help that you have all these people, all these quote-unquote fans saying that Harley Quinn is such this great character and that she and the Joker are relationship goals when they're really not because they showed that theirs was more lovey-dovey in their relationship. Yeah, they made the movie, they made it more lovey-dovey and less, like, crazy. Well, I, I know why women like Harley Quinn, I mean, or people in general. The same reason people like Deadpool, because she's a character that... She's she's able to pretty much do... She pretty much does whatever she wants. Well, I have no problem with them liking Harley Quinn. I have a problem with them liking Harley Quinn and Joker's relationship. Because it's abusive physically and emotionally. And they did film scenes like that. They just cut it out of the movie. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think part of that appeal is that they're both, like, crazy. And, like, people who are dating, they're like, Oh my god, like, my crazy matches your crazy. Like, I think it's... I, I think for I think sometimes like with couples and this is me talking about real life. So I think sometimes with couples they couples they kind of like certain certain people when they get in relationships they're really into each other and they don't give a shit about anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that Harley Quinn and Joker emphasize that more. Like those two like they're almost in like their own world and I think that people gravitate to that because dude Halloween this year like and I I went to a, like a comic convention and they were just like. Dude, Harley Quinn and Joker is, like, the, like, couple's costume that you'll see more than, like, anyone else. Yeah, I, at the Halloween parties that I went to, I did not see one Harley Quinn, but I did see a few Jokers. But the, uh, so this will lead me into talking about Gotham City Sirens. They just announced that as a Harley Quinn solo movie. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that comic art. Not really. It's basically... Isn't it all the women in Gotham? Well, no, it's a buddy movie. 
feel like it's too soon because Harley Quinn hasn't, you haven't seen enough of her and Joker's relationship where she has to break away from it. Because Suicide Squad ends with them escaping. So you would have to spend a whole bunch of time on showing how terrible the Joker is to her, why she breaks away, because at the end of the Gotham City Sirens arc, um, she goes, Harley Quinn goes to kill the Joker. And then she falls back in love with him. She, like, can't go through with it. So then Poison Ivy tries to kill the Joker. And then Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn go at it. And Harley Quinn's like, oh, you're in love with me. And then Poison Ivy stops. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it depends on how closely they follow the comic. I mean, if they do a Harley Quinn movie, the Joker's at least going to be in it. But I think, like... If they do that, I would like Joker to be in another movie before because I don't like Joker just being in flashbacks and, like, all that stuff. Like, you put the Joker in a movie, like, dude, you gotta give him a spotlight because that was one of the things I think that pissed people off about Suicide Squad is that the Joker was all through that marketing and he was not all through that movie. But, and then the other thing is with, like, Harley Quinn and the Joker, well, all of Batman's villains, you can't do a Batman villain movie without Batman in it. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna... A proper Harley Quinn Joker origin movie, you can't do a Harley Quinn solo movie. Because her... The basis of her character's growth is that she launched away from that relationship. And so I feel like that's not doing her justice. It. I mean, I guess we'll have to see, like, if, if we get that in the Sirens movie... But, I mean, at this point, I don't think they really know what they're doing. They're talking about, like, a dead a Deadshot solo movie. I mean, it's Will Smith, so... The Flash solo movie, like, lost its director. They're supposed to be a cyborg one. Well, you I know, there's going to be a second part of the Justice League. Like, I, I gotta see more of this universe, in my opinion. Because I'm still not sold on it yet. Catch up. I really think they should. Hmm? I think they should stop playing catch-up. I don't think that having the Justice League be the fourth movie is a problem because, to be completely honest, a Flash movie and an Aquaman movie, well, more Aquaman movie, an Aquaman movie would be closer to a Thor movie because even though Aquaman is is extremely powerful and a great character once you actually like read his stuff, no one really is that interested in him. No, I think I think yeah, I think you got to introduce. I mean, we've had he's been the cameo in BBS, but you got to right. introduce Aquaman and something else before you give him a solo movie. Right, and then Flash. You have the Flash TV show, so you don't really need a solo movie to introduce him. So, I think that. Well, well, th- this is the thing. If they do solo movies, they could have some of the other characters show up in those solo movies without bringing like the whole Justice League in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can have Cyborg in the Flash movie. You know what I'm saying? That was a, that's supposed I think that is like supposed to happen. You know, Flash if they... Cyborg, which makes sense if it's at Star Labs, because Cyborg is, you know, supposed to be with Star Labs, and Flash is, like, with Star Labs, so that makes sense. You know, you can even... You could have Superman show up in, like, an Aquaman movie or something like that. Because have you read Aquaman's comic? The yeah. Rebirth one? Did you see the issue where, like, Superman showed up and they almost got into, and they kind of got into a fight? Yeah, I'd rather have Wonder Woman show up than Aquaman because you have 
mascara and Atlantis and that whole mystical aspect and they're both, you know, talking about the gods and things like that. I think that'd be better. I think that'd be dope. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe, like, Aquaman goes, like, Wonder Woman for, like, advice or something like that. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Mera, like, T-Rex. Or, like, I don't know, like, who's Aquaman's villain, like, Black Manta and, like, Ocean Master, like, they start to invade, like, the Earth or something, and Wonder Woman helps out in the battle. Like, they can do stuff like that. That should be another Justice League movie, Throne of Atlantis, except without the introduction of Aquaman, because he's already introduced. Don't make, yeah, don't, don't make it like the animated movie, though, because I didn't like that as much. It was okay. It could have been better. It was Rush. The D- DC's animated movies have been kind of... I have, I, I think I'm going to like Justice League Dark. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully as long as they don't make the movie about Damian Wayne. <laughs> They've made like four movies on da- about Damian Wayne. With him yeah. as like a focal point. And it's like, alright, we get it. Yeah, the Batman movies have been off. Justice League vs. Teen Titans was okay because I liked the other Titans. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah. Uh, we okay. We've been talking for like an hour and ten minutes. Uh, do you want to give thoughts about Rogue One real quick, and then go into the Christmas gifts, and then we can sign off? Yeah, we don't have to go too deeply into Rogue One because it just came out. I really liked it. Um, I have to go again before I rank it. Um, a lot of people that I, when I've been reading reviews have ranked it in their top three, top four. I don't know if I'll do that, but I know I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I think it paid off for what it should have been. It was not a movie about Jedi, and that's always something you have to be wary of because, you know, when it comes to video games, at least, and comics, like, you want to see the Jedi, you want to be a Jedi. So I think they did this really well. The characters all interacted well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say the second half is definitely stronger than the first half. Like, the first half, yeah. I was like, okay, is this really that great? But then the second half, like, the whole final battle, I was like, oh, my God. I saw it in IMAX, and it was crazy. And I will, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but I will say it, it it puts the war in Star Wars. Like, that's, and for all the people that complained that Force Awakens was too similar to the older movies, and that Hollywood doesn't do anything original anymore. I will say in Rogue One, even if you don't love it, like, they try to do something just different. Yeah, it's a war movie. It's a war movie. Uh, and we haven't actually seen that. Like, we've started seen some big battles, like in space, like, the, you know, the, the originals did space battles, you know, fantastically. But in the prequels, we see land battles that were just okay. This does a land battle justice yeah and i mean it definitely it's definitely more mission focused than character focused because i'm gonna be honest i don't remember half the characters names from the movie like i did with force awakens but it 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 does it does a good job at giving a war movie and shines a light on more of like the background that goes more of like the background of like the star wars universe in the end it literally goes right into the beginning of A New Hope, pretty much. Oh, and another thing is Jen Ursa, Urso, her actress has an option for another movie, so she might show up in Han Solo. Possibly, yeah. I, yeah, I wonder... Yeah, I wonder how... Yeah, well, I, I don't want to go into spoilers, but we'll... I, I, I honestly think you cannot spoil the ending of this movie. Yeah, the, I mean, it, it's going to end the way you think... 
There's a bunch of characters you've never seen before in any other movie, and this is before stuff, so this is there's the reason why. But it's still it's still a it's still a good ride. I I mean I I enjoyed it. It's probably like a A minus for me as far as scores. Yeah, something like that. My, like my, all, my my biggest complaints would be that first half could have been a little bit better, but I understand that they had to get a lot of stuff out of the way. Right. I, I, I would have liked it to be better. I don't know if it could have been because yeah. of what they had to establish. Yeah. I like the blind guy. The blind guy was cool. Yeah, Donnie and I liked him. Yeah. So, uh, so our last topic, and I think we got, like, it's, like, one, we've, been, we've gone for, like, an hour and 12 minutes. Our last topic were, um, so Christmas is right around the corner. This will probably, hopefully this is up before Christmas. Um, what were, this is a question for you. Do you have any Christmas gifts, like, from your childhood? Like, anything that's, like, that just made your Christmas? Or things that you were men remember, like, fondly? I mean... I think one of the Christmases that sticks out most in my mind was when we got both the GameCube and the Xbox. But that was also a Christmas where, because I was living in Georgia and we had snow. So that was, you know, a Christmas miracle. Uh, well, if you want to call it a miracle, because no one in Georgia can drive when it's snowing. Well, when uh, you're not driving, snow is cool. When you start driving, it sucks. Well, yeah, no, but if you have, like, know in georgia people will get will leave their cars on the freeway because people can't drive it there'll be huge accidents and people will just get stuck like children were stuck in schools a couple of years ago because people can't drive in georgia but whatever um but uh i would have to say like last year's christmas because my christmas present was sitting the force awakens at disney mm-hmm. their whole premiere event things and that was just I didn't know you did that. So what you saw it at Disney? Yep. Like the the day it premiered. Yep. That was fun. A lot of people and, dressed in costumes and all that kind of stuff. Yep, and they had huge events and things like that. Um, some of the pictures are on my Facebook, so I have uh, to check that out. Yeah, um, it was it was great. I think the plan is for all the major movies to go back down there and do that. Um, so. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, my my favorite. I know I got a GameCube with Super Smash Brothers when I was younger. Melee, so, you know. Yep, Melee. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, I got the original Wii for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. You know, back when everyone was playing Wii Sports and, you know, motion controls and it was like this new, this craze. And I know, and my dad always tells me the sob story of he had to stand out in the cold for out for like a couple, for like an hour or two to like get, because I, cause I remember with the original Wii, I believe they sold out when they first came out. Yep. And he got one of the last few ones. So it's like, my dad tells me like he has that classic like parent, you know struggling to get stuff for their kids. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't know if my dad stood out. I had, I'd have to ask him, but I know he got one of the Wii's too. But I remember when the 360 came out, 
and he was asking us like do we want to get it he was like this guy is like selling it for like 600 bucks do you want and we're like 600 bucks no and he's like i raised you right <laughs> so i don't know it, yeah. it would have to be systems but yeah i don't i honestly don't remember that many christmases when i was younger i was never one of those kids i was like oh my gosh it's christmas i'm like sweet it's christmas i get presents and I have to be at church at like six in the morning, but you know, there. You know, I there, there's one game I remember I got for Christmas, and it I I didn't even ask for it, but I got it and I loved it. You ever play a uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, Tenkaichi three? Yep. Yes. I got that game for Christmas, and it, this was before I wasn't even like super into Dragon Ball when I was younger. I think it was probably like. Maybe, like, freshman year of high school or, like, into middle school. I wasn't even, like, super into Dragon Ball Z. But, like, that game is a game that sold me on the Dragon Ball franchise. Because that game literally had, like, every character at the time that you could have wanted in a Dragon Ball Z game. Right. And then, from the characters from the, the show to the movies. They had GT. They had the original Dragon Ball. Yep. The great, you know, 360-degree fighting. You know, with the Wii version, you could actually do the... Do the moves, yeah. Oh my god, that was that was a fun game, as a, as a surprise. Yeah. Even though Budokai Three is still the best one, Budokai Tenkaichi Three, also great. Yeah, I I feel like like no game is like I haven't gotten Xenoverse Two yet, but I feel like I don't know, I feel like no game is like reached like Tenkaichi Three for me. Watch Team Four starts on Xenoverse Two. Like I've watched them play through it and heard them talk about like the problems with them. I didn't get the first one. I got the first one. See, that's the thing. Like, I never got the first one, so I'm like, okay, because I haven't gotten a Dragon Ball Z game in, like, since, like, maybe, like, I don't know, 2012? Yeah, it's not really... I feel like the game is still incomplete. Yeah, yeah. Well, since I haven't gotten a Dragon Ball Z game, I feel like now is, like, the time to get that. Because I'm probably going to get yeah. that for Christmas in, like, uh, Final Fantasy, and I should be... You should probably get Xenoverse 1 before you get Xenoverse 2 because it's sort of a continuing plot. And also you can... I've, I've seen the plot online. But yeah, I know that you get like extra stuff or you can trade your old character over or something like that. Yeah, and he's in the... Or she is in the game. But you don't interact as much with them. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I'm hoping... I know they're adding a DLC for it. They're going to add a Goku Black with Super Saiyan Rose... Yeah. Hopefully they do like oh, the Fusion yeah. Zamasu and uh, Super Saiyan Blue uh, Vegito. Yeah, that was, that'll probably be like their final DLC. Yeah, yeah, they because they they already hits already in the game, and just yeah, regular they, Goku Black is in the game. Yeah, and they just added um, uh, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue Goku's like Kaioken times ten. Heart, Where you get like the muscle spasm and all that, yeah. It's a woken state that was just in Super Super's episode last week, so they're they're on they're on their game, but I still don't think it's that good. Yeah, so I'll get in and see what's up. But yeah, I think yeah, I don't know. Ten K G three. That I was just I just remember getting that game for Christmas and like I don't know, I really I really enjoyed it. But yeah, if you don't have anything else, we can. We're at, like, hour 20. We can wrap up for today. Yep. Hopefully, 
hopefully there's some new stuff for us to talk about next year. Because, I mean, this time, in, a month from now, the show still won't be black. Ugh, not black. Still won't be back. God, Freudian slip. Black so we'll, we'll, yeah, so it'll be interesting to come up with topics. I don't know, maybe, maybe we can talk about, like, some, like, uh, funny, like, social, social issue stuff. Did you see, uh, you know Tommy Lauren? You know how she went on a Trevor Noah show? It's yep. totally unrelated to nerdy things and all this drama that came behind it. And I was just like, the internet is so stupid. You do not want to get me started. I will go on. I, oh. There's been... There, there, there's some, I don't know, maybe next month we can talk about, like, drama, because there are certain things that I've seen, I'm just like, okay, what, what the, like, what? Like, I saw a, a video, like, there's a black woman, a black YouTuber, who said that she was boycotting Luke Cage because the actor, Mike Coulter, has a white wife in real life. Yep. And I was like, are you, like, are you, like... Some 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 people. I'm just like, are you are you serious? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Maybe next month we can. Maybe next month since it's after since it'll be in the new year we can talk about last year's like drama, mm-hmm. something like that, and how 2016 was just a mess. Except for all the movies and shows, that was fine. But like, as far as like the real world, the real world was a mess. So, yep. All right. So yeah, I think I'm gonna ready to sign off. Yep. All right. Well, this is Chris signing off. I will see you all later. Hopefully, hopefully this is up pretty soon. Yep. I hope you all have a merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, everything. Holidays that I'm forgetting. Um, have a happy new year. Stay safe. Have fun. Stay warm. Yep. All right. Bye bye. See ya.